Hello and welcome to Podcast Eater, the Culture Eater podcast. My name is Ezekiel, I'm the editor and co-runner of Culture Eater, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. He is someone who listens to music, he likes listening to soundtracks, he likes listening to soundtracks of the video game variety, and occasionally he likes listening to tribute soundtracks of the variety of the video game variety. It's Brendan. Hello, Brendan. G'day, yes. How are you doing, mate? I'm not bad, and yourself? Not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that you're here because you're possibly the most specialised guest we've had for any episode because today we're talking about video game soundtrack tribute soundtracks. I'd like to believe I know a lot about video game tribute, video game soundtrack tribute soundtracks. Excellent. I'm glad you do because I'd like to believe I do as well, although the the, the quite probably don't. But anyway, <laughs> that's not the point. So. 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 Why did... We decide that this would be a good bit of content. I don't know. You have to talk. You have to talk with a previous Brendan because it was his idea, not mine. Uh- <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, no. I think it was my idea, and I was discussing it. Like I was, I was in the um, the the hall at the cooler, at the water cooler. Uh, that you know, the imaginary water cooler that on on the boulevard of Grand Delusions and Broken Dreams. <laughs> anyway um and i was saying to the brendan that happened to be there you know i think we should discuss video game tribute soundtracks sometime and he just left (laughs) and i i to never return now that we're doing it i feel like that was the wise decision but anyway anyway the other brendan leaving me to rot in this content hell anyway well let's let's give it a shot let's let's have a chat about uh tribute soundtracks okay wait hang hang on hang on i'm, I'm getting that the hand is passing a bit of paper oh okay okay what, what does this say it says talk about video game tribute soundtracks which is what we're already doing it's a it's a bit it's a bit slower today but anyway yeah <laughs> so and this kind of relates into the previous episode a little bit as well Mm. When you when you're covering something, when you're when you're rebuilding something, whatever, when you're remaking something, mm. and and this I think especially applies to video like music tributes. There's a very f- fine line that you're walking. On one hand, how much do you pay tribute to the original piece of music, right? Or on the other hand, how much do you remake and make your own, essentially? Yeah, how, how much do you like you recontextualize it and, and twist it around and mm. all that? And I find that with video game, like yeah, especially tribute soundtracks, mm-hmm. this get this gets even more tricky. I would also I would depend on how well it's done versus the original. Uh, I guess for example. I guess first cab off the rank, obviously, are either for me uh, anything released by Game Chops, which is a um, uh, video game tribute publisher, and they have a bunch of different artists on the platform as well. They've done some amazing lo-fi albums uh, from po- uh, Pokemon, uh, Legend of Zelda. They're mostly good stuff to listen to whilst you're doing some work or studying or stuff like that. And there's been some really cool metal uh, tribute soundtracks, say, for example, from 
Night of the Round, they did a Final Fantasy VII cover album, which was really, really good in my opinion. And then I've been listening to a lot of uh, jazz-inspired video game uh, tribute songs here and there, and some good soundtracks here and there was there as well. It it depends, I guess. One thing, I guess, one thing that really ultimately boils down to is what your taste is, uh, and how the artist or group end up recontextualizing it or keeping it to the original. I've heard some amazing recompositions from uh say for example the consoles they're a, they're an amazing jazz video game cover band and they've done some amazing covers of games from uh, of, of themes from like super mario kart legend of zelda metroid etc etc i kind of feel like this it would come down to not only would it come down to personal preference but it also come down to how well they do they did the um reimagining of certain themes as well out of, out of curiosity how clean is knights of the round did you say uh knights of the round yeah yeah how, how clean is that metal uh it's pretty cleanish like, well, you know, like it doesn't sound muddy no it's not muddy at all it's really clean okay does it sound like like stock metal a little bit like stock metal but I very much enjoy what they've done in terms of uh, recomposition in most of the tracks. Yeah, see that that that's that's all fine and everything. I guess I guess part of my like my problem with it is that a lot of the the other side, and uh, I'm probably going to cop a lot of flack for this, mm-hmm. but there's a, a, a like a lack of imagination when it comes to approaching some like a lot of this stuff sometimes as well. Yeah, and like way too much reverence for the source material D- does that make sense yeah no i'm i'm, I'm glad all right well, that, that's the end of today's that's episode today's episode uh no um there's been a lot of techno inspired covers that i've been listening to as well i use a lot of them sometimes on stream uh when i do stream as well because it's all dmca free oh you're you're a streamer yes i do stream i do stream uh, i kind of feel like there's a certain nostalgia uh, when you hear a cover of uh, of a well-loved video game theme. Uh, for example, something from Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy VI or maybe Final Fantasy VIII or A Legend of Zelda re- uh, reorchestration or something from Metroid, something from Super Mario, etc., etc. I, I kind of feel like there's a... There's a heavy nostalgia f- nostalgia factor there. Some things I want to highlight, mm. and uh, we're not going to talk about their reputation yeah. so much, Yeah, is some of the Materia Collective uh, compilations that they've put out. Yeah. They, they have released some, at the very least, interesting uh, tribute compilations, or at least been part of. So I don't know how... Related, but I believe Braxton Burks has uh, done a few Pokemon, Symphonic Pokemon tribute albums. And this is where I feel like some of the reverence, like too much reverence, comes into play. So Braxton Burks has touched on a, like, at least in large amounts, or at least moderate sized amounts, has done a bunch of songs from Gold and Silver, a bunch of songs from Red and Blue, 
mm. bunch of songs from Ruby Sapphire, a bunch of songs from Diamond and Pearl, and like there's I think there's a couple of other collections as well that they've been part of. Yeah. What what I found with the the gold and silver one, like this is where the reverence comes in. Sure, there's some like more interesting ideas in there, but it's just very it errs way too close to the source material, even though it's symphonic. And it also starts to reveal the like some of the weakness in covering those songs because with, with the Pokemon games, as you know, like the those tracks are really really short, you yeah, know, and they loop, and it's it's just kind of a really interesting yet bland album that one. But then you get to Space and Time, which is the Diamond Pill ones, and that's much more imaginative and much more creative, and actually doing something interesting with the music so much that it doesn't. It's it's still clearly tribute and still like reverent, mm. but it feels a lot more like the artist is striking out a lot more, and then you get uh, some of like the the square based uh, tribute albums that Material Collective have put out, and some of the like they really run the gamut of like really good to incredibly awful. Yeah, that too. You know, it's just kind of like a. I know, sometimes I feel like people don't know how to approach it. I, I guess this is a good way of putting it, you know? You, you're dealing with, like, game soundtrack or you're dealing with... Now, uh, sorry, a film soundtrack or, or like, an orchestra or just, like, a studio album or whatever. Or, or, or you know... Did I say game soundtrack? I think you did, yeah. Okay. Right. Let's just say that you're dealing with an album or an orchestra or, like, a live performance or um, a film. Mm. Generally, though, like those songs in that come and go. Yeah. Right? With a lot of games, you could be sitting there listening to the same piece of music for a long time. Yeah. So there is a chance that it could it could ingrain itself quite heavily and it takes a very much more specific shape and image. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that can be like a, a, a maybe a difficult hurdle... I shouldn't say difficult, but like it's a hurdle to overcome. Mm. And like when you're doing like a tributary thing, that's when it can it, it can reveal the weakness of some of that music outside of its context. Yeah, and and then it becomes a a challenge to recontextualize it to, I guess, sound better or flow better or something like that. Yeah, to make it different enough. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that might not be true, and I just could be completely talking out of my ass. But you know, let, let, let's just say, for the sake of pretending that I'm right, that it's true. Because, <laughs> like, like you know, those like those songs on their own, without any touch touching up, can work pretty well. Not all of them, but they they can. But like when you go to approach it, like, well, okay, do I just loop the same thing over again? Do I do something different? Do I make it more uh, progressive in a sense? Mm. Do I just only go for one loop and stretch it out and try and make it something completely different? I find that a lot of the time, especially when it comes to guitar, mm. it's just way too clean and sterile and uninteresting and bland. At the same time, I really like Metroid Metal, if if you know Metroid Metal. I don't know Metroid Metal, actually. It's really cheesy, but it's really fun. <laughs> I do like me a bit of cheesy metal sometimes. <laughs> Look, you already know what my attitude towards heavy music is. Like, it has to have all the right, you know, it has to be heavy for the for some of its parts, not for the sake of being heavy. Yeah, yeah. 
and this is another part where I feel like a lot of that tribute stuff that goes for the more guitar route just really drops the ball hard. Hmm. You're not making this work. Yeah. And you're way too clean and sterile in your production. It's not to say production should be dirty, but it should fit, hmm. you know. But I do like myself, a, you know, a bit of just more stuff that I don't need to listen to for heavy for the some of its parts, you know. I, and Metroid Metal, like, hits that particular spot. It's, it is cheesy. Mm, mm. You should check it out. We'll have a link to Metroid Metal in this, as well as some of the other things that we've mentioned. Yeah, send me a link as well. I want to check that out. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really well done. It does a really good job of uh, taking the source material and actually twisting it into something else. Yeah. It's still undeniably the source material, but it's just really elevated by the fact that they're going, all right, well, this is what we're doing and how do we make this this and what can we do with it? Yeah. If that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. Because, say, for example, the metal... You've already said that, like, some metal... Metal tributes can be a little sterile, but the one thing I've really fallen in love with recently, as I've probably mentioned before, is um, video game, like uh, jazz video game uh, covers as well. I've been getting into a lot of the one ups recently. They're a good, uh, they're a good group. Uh, The consoles, they're they're amazing as well. They've done plenty of albums. They've done, like, a Chrono Trigger album. They've done uh, Mother. They've done Mario Kart. They've done Legend of Zelda. And done in such a way where it just feels a little bit progressive, but also a little bit varied in terms of orchestration and... uh, Not not orchestration in this sense, but um, compositions uh, utilizing uh, the different instruments within a, a jazz ensemble i think that more often than not there's an artist whom i won't name because i'm i'm about to crap all over them this is the most polite way i can put it like more often not jazz and video game music works really well Mm. like it just i I guess because jazz might be might often be seen as a more of a form of interpretive of music for you know that can interpret Mm. Uh, and recontextualize in other genres. Yeah. Usually, it's 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 not quite the case, but also kind of is the case. Mm. Um, because you know electronic music does it really well as well. But but that's usually. But there's some there's some artists. There's a particular artist whom I'm not going to name. We're not going to link. Who really drops the ball on some of the soundtrack releases they've done. Mm. Tribute releases where it's very much smooth jazz. And it's really, the kindest way I can put it is it's very bland. You could have just said boring. <laughs> no, because that would that would come with a, a preceding word that we're not Expletive, meant to say. Expletive boring. Expletively. Expletively boring. Oof. Oof. But <laughs> it's just uninteresting, uninspired. I mean, not all music has to be inspired, but you know, it, it's just really uninteresting, dull, milk toast, banal shit. <laughs> but you know, yeah, jazz really works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I can't remember if it's. I'm, I'm not going to look it up right now. But like again, one of the other material collective 
soundtrack. So again, we're not going to talk about their reputation, mm, mm. despite how uh, warranted their reputation currently is. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk about it. Because, well, the other thing as well is, I don't know the complete story about that. I'm sure you don't either. I know a little bit, but we won't go into detail. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my understanding is they're getting better as well, so... Yeah, yeah. And then there's a few notable... Uh, going back to a different thing. Um, there's a few notable composers that I've found recently. Theopony has done some amazing work with the Legend of Zelda soundtrack. I think he, I think they released a, a two-album recreation of the Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask soundtrack. That's absolutely bloody amazing. Is it just bombastic orchestral music? Not really. No. There's it's there's a little there's a lot of nuance within the. Uh, within it as well because right, I, was, I was gonna say there's like yeah a lot of artists do seem who who work in i find a lot of the like yeah the the tribute acts that do interpret it in an orchestral form mm. generally pile it on way too much yeah yeah or like do things in a really uninteresting way it kind of feels like action movie bombast rather than you know actually finding a flow with the music Oh, it was just like not even really pushing the envelope enough because, you know, mm. that, that music you could really twist with an orchestra, you know, you could do some really interesting things with it, but a lot of them just go, no, this is, let's go standard. Yeah, yeah. And there's also other little collectives as well, like um, OC Remix. Uh, OC a- Remix is not little, man. Well, they're bigger, they're big. I think they've been around roughly as long as, maybe slightly longer than Project Majestic Mix. Oh, okay. Because Project Majestic Mix, my understanding, mm. is like the first kind of known thing that really came forward and helped kick things off, but OC Remix was still going at the time. Right, right, okay, okay. But the th- the thing I was going to say about Materia Collective, whom again, we're not talking about their thing, <laughs> um, was like on the Final Fantasy VIII centric, like talking about the jazz thing. Mm, mm. Uh, there's, I think it's Compression of Time. Uh, I can't remember which track it is, but there's one that that the band that tackles it really tackles it really well. Does something really good with the track that they've taken on, and you know, really play with it and explore it. But it still sticks to itself, which is great. Okay, I'll have to look into that because I'm I'm really really interested to see how they handle it okay well I'll, I'll send you a link to it after this and we'll we'll have a link to that that soundtrack on here as well nice um so wait, do you know of project majestic mix then i've heard of the name but i haven't really delved into anything they've done they they mostly stuck to final fantasy stuff if mm. i remember correctly okay and yeah some of it uh is is a bit dated i i guess with like a, a wider view you can hear where maybe things could have been better or not could have been better yeah but it's it's still interesting it's interesting as a as a part of history and and some of the music on it on that tribute album is still pretty good as well yeah as an aside question just for my own personal homework later uh, the yes. material collective album that you're referencing no. for final fantasy 8 that was maybe. successor wasn't it Successor, yes. Yeah, cool. No, sorry, it's not successor, it's successor. Successor. Cool. Because I've heard through Materia uh, for the uh, the Final Fantasy VII 
uh, remixed album. And I thought that was pretty good. Wait, which one? Uh, remixed uh, material. Oh, so it's like the dance one. Ooh, or yeah. Is it the, wait, is it the dance one or is it just the, like, his 60-something tracks? 60 tracks of different varying styles. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that one I found was a bit of a mixed bag. Mm. Some of it really sucked. Some of it was really good. Yeah. Some of the Final Fantasy IX one. Some of it really sucks and some of it's really good. Yeah. But that, that's that's getting too specific now. <laughs> that, that's a whole episode. Just me ranting. You could just have a f- quite a whole... Like, I think you could do a whole season of you ranting, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway. Uh, so, I, I guess one that we should bring up, and I don't know how common this is, actually. The Earthbound... Oh, wait, no, hang on. Hmm. Because the Earthbound Puppers was a band after... What was the band... Or was it... Yeah, what was the band beforehand? I'm not entirely too sure, actually. The you know, uh, Nobo's uh, Final Fantasy tribute band. Oh, the Black Mages. The Black Mages, yes. Yeah, which then that's right. Later on, became the Earthbound Puppers. Oh, okay. Because I never knew the Black Mages disbanded. I always thought they still kept still kept doing stuff. Well, they, they kind of. St- I think they stopped doing stuff because uh, Nobo left. Square maybe I don't I don't one hundred percent know mm. the story there, but I think the Earthbound Puppers was semi tribute semi not. But yeah, you know, then you've got like artists performing their own music. Yeah, but is it as a tribute act or is it just you know their own? I mean, technically, all that music is reinterpretation to some extent. Yeah, even if it's a faithful cover. Well, from what I can tell, I I, I can see that um, Earthbound Puppers have done uh, mostly Final Fantasy and other notable RPG covers, but they've also had originals as well. So they're a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, that, that, like that—that's an interesting case in and of itself. Hmm. Some of it was all right. I guess it's kind of uh, <laughs> well. I, I guess that's kind of a, a decent. Uh, I, I guess some sort of bookend for talking about it. Most of it, if, if you can find some gems like diamonds in the rough, there's some pretty good uh, songs and albums out there. I highly recommend looking into a lot of Game Chop stuff. Um, obviously, Materia Collective, um, OC Remix have done some amazing work as well. But within the within those circles, there are some not so great uh, soundtracks, and well, there's not so great tribu- tributes and covers. I, I guess, like, probably a good way of putting it though is that it's it's about the same as any other form of music and approach. Yeah, and, yeah. and whatnot. Well, like any when I say form of music, music as a as form. Mm. Y- do you know what I mean? It's. I guess it's. A, it's more of a. Your mileage may vary depending on what you like. You're gonna get a lot of crap in anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're gonna get a lot of good in anything as well. And you're gonna get a lot of great in anything. It. It ultimately comes down to partly how much looking you do as well as luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And it's. It's kind of the same with like video game tribute soundtracks and. What we've done today is very, very lightly touch on the thing. We haven't even barely scratched the surface, to be honest. But yeah, th- this is just consider this very simple fluff. 
Um, and we've talked about some very we've talked about some very specific things as well, which doesn't necessarily help. But you you get it about a lot of different things, which is great. Yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah, so yeah, a lot of the metal is really uninteresting. A lot of like a lot of the prominent stuff I find is okay. Hmm. A lot of it just kind of washes over, and then you get some a lot of like in, uninteresting stuff. I a lot of like every, there seems to be a habit of people just going for like really uninteresting heavy metal. I find. Yeah. But again, it comes down to luck of the draw because it depends on what you come across. Mm. There's probably a lot of it that's really good that I haven't come across. Yeah. Um, I mean, I might link you some that I've found to be very like to be very interesting. There's... No, please don't. I want to live into my shell. <laughs> I, I, I want to stay. Fine. You can stay within your shell and not open your broaden your horizons or anything. Um, one that I found recently, uh, Jeff plays guitar. He does mm-hmm. My horizons are already they're broad enough to have for me to have zero of them. <laughs> oh, Alright, I'll take your word that for the it. The dawn? Oh no, it's the afternoon. It is afternoon, yes. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, yeah, Jeff plays guitar. Go uh on. Jeff plays guitar. He has some interest well yes, he does some uh metal covers that some of them do work. They're like crossovers between Doom music and uh, Final Fantasy. He's also done some neat uh, orchestral covers as well that aren't necessarily bombastic. I think another notable exception recently has been Alex McCalla. He's been doing some really cool funk covers of uh, some video game soundtracks as well. It, I kind of feel like certain styles are coming to the forefront depending on how popular you are as a as a composer. A lot of the orchestral stuff just seems to be bland, though. It's, yeah, because it's been done a lot. Everybody's done it. Well, no, 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 not everybody's done it. It's just everybody does it. Everybody does it, so that's the thing. You know, but then again, you know, I'm sure there's an artist out there who's, you know, struggling, but still doing their best to get out there. Mm. There's one more artist that I want to mention. Mm. I'm just trying to find their name. I'm not at all, in any way, shape, or form, going into my music library to work this out. <laughs> Shut up. Cat boss. Cat boss. Why does it sound familiar? He's done some interesting stuff. And ah, flutist, arranger, composer, and producer. Okay. I, I don't know who they are. Don't don't tell me anymore. There's another one I'm gonna have to listen to at some point because I see some in I see some cool covers here. Way to the world, Marbe Village. Stop world it. ends with you. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna have to Stop listen it. to some of this. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I know where it's from. All right, I went. Yeah. Stop it. I'm stopping it. <laughs> I believe Lauren the Flute is also good. Okay. But I I, I know some very, very little things and I can't quite remember. I just remember vaguely liking. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, all right, let's stop it there because this is already going on. It's already gone long enough and if we continue talking about it, we'll just be here all day telling everybody what we like instead of having a general overview, Um, which was kind of the the, the end point, the good bookend of the end of the episode. But anyway. And we've gone past it. Excellent. All right, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, well, um, oh crap, there was I almost swore. 
There's actually one more I was going to recommend, but uh, no, I'll hold off. I'll hold off. Thank you for being on the on the show today, Brendan. Yeah, thanks so before much for you, having me. Before you, before you spruik anything, we're going to have a list attached to this episode. Uh, yeah, of of notable um, uh, collectives that have done video game covers. Well, not necessarily notable. Well, ones that we like, essentially. Well, ones that we like. I might even throw in a few that I don't like mm. as well. Yeah. Um, because you never know with these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else might. Uh, but yeah, dude. I guess yeah. Just just do Spook. Yeah, sure, sure. So I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from six PM Australian Eastern Standard Time under Beersy. Uh, you can find me over there at uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Beersy. I can. I'm also on Twitter under Beersy ninety three, and I'm also a contributor for the Culturator website as well. You can find my reviews on the website whenever. When when you actually start getting them back to us again. <laughs> It will take a while, but I'll get there. Don't worry. Well, look, thank you for your spruik. Thank you very much. Do you do you want to spruik anything? I guess you already have. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. All right. Everyone, thank you very much for... Th- thank you to all your lovely culture readers for listening and reading and even supporting. Thank you all very, very much. It all helps to go towards pr- producing more quality content. Loosely in brackets. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there one day one day one day but yeah thank you very, all very much for your support we hope uh, you're getting something out of this even if there's something we're talking about that you're not very much interested in uh, if you have any feedback please let us know uh, I'll eat it I'll just I'll just consume it like we do we, I, can, we consume everything you, you guys consume the culture that we crap on about and then I consume the feedback that you send us because it is best digested that was a stretch and a half but anyway (laughs) and of course a big thank you a big 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 thank you to 60 because 60 you're conducting of the thank you just just thank you (laughs) you tried you tried but thank you thank you um 60 for yeah all that you do Everyone, until next time, please stay safe. Please be kind to each other. And we will see you next time. All right, thanks for listening. And just stay safe. And we hope you have a good one. Take care. All right, bye. Bye.